Ladies and gentlemen, Alien Zoo is now open. Good lord. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Alien Zoo, the show about what else? Cryptids. My name is Chris, and I'll be your um, uh, Samwise Gamgee, accompanying you, helping you guide the way, but not doing too much until the final quarter. There's 43 seconds left, and that's where I, Samwise Rudy Gamgee, catches the game-winning touchdown. He won because he's small. I'm like that. All right, let's get into it. Oh, but first, uh, don't forget to roll a tiny bit of that Dover Demon Dill, if you know what I'm saying. Alright, here we go. When it comes to cryptozoology, there's a group I like to call the Big Five. The Big Five refers to the top five cryptids in cryptozoology, in the opinion of me, junior cryptozoologist Chris. This list is purely based on per personal preference. It's like a top five most important movie list, you know? My big five consists of Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, El Chupacabra, the Jersey Devil, and the Mothman. Why have I chosen these specific five? Well, these are the first five cryptids I remember discovering as a wee lad as I was checking out monster books in my town's library. Yes, monster books. Fictitious stacks of paper, portraying Bigfoot as being as real as a minotaur or Santa. In the mix with pictures of the shark from Jaws, werewolves, and Godzilla, were images of Sasquatch from the Patterson-Gimlin film, arguably the most famous piece of cryptozoological footage, the ever-so-famous Surgeon's Photograph, depicting a blurry black-and-white photograph of the Loch Ness Monster, and an entire account of the events that occurred in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, that led up to the massive wide-scale Mothman sightings, even though I couldn't really understand a lot of words in that article. This is what my comically large eyes would fixate on. Not only the overall appearance of these badass creatures, but the possibility that somewhere out there, they may possibly exist. But what if some cryptids were indeed monsters? Fearsome beasts which, unlike the majority of cryptids, actually hunt and harm human beings. Or even worse, cute pigs and farm animals. This week, we cover a pure savage. A beast unlike any other beast that came before it. A creature that may have literally been birthed from the inside of a volcano. A cryptid so metal that it took part of the name of the godfather of cryptids. That's right. Tuck your shirt into your underwear. This week, we explore with caution the Bat Squatch. That's right. The Bat Squatch.
Washington. A middle child state living in the top left corner of the USA. Home to tulip festivals, spaceships on sticks, serial killer dumping grounds, and some of the most beautiful rainforests I've ever seen. In the state of Washington, not far at all from the major U.S. cities Portland and Seattle, lives a massive volcano called Mount St. Helens. In March of 1980, a brutal, brutal volcanic eruption spewed from the mouth of Mount St. Helen, providing massive destruction to the nearby areas. 230 square miles of mostly forest was flattened by the eruption. Massive amounts of ash and 1.5 million metric tons of sulfur dioxide spewed into the air. And due to this, the largest debris avalanche ever was recorded during this natural disaster. I mean, natural disaster, it's a natural wonder. It's only a disaster for those who can't deal with Mother Nature. Am I right? Oh yeah. The eruption was so brutally violent that it completely obliterated the top of the mountain, slicing off the summit from 9,677 feet to 8,363 feet. It's like a Ginsu knife through a boot. And this left an enormous crater. And by the time the dust cleared and the debris settled... Dozens of people were dead, and hundreds of homes destroyed. It was as if Thanos' snap affected half the mountain. To this day, the 1980 eruption is the single most destructive volcanic event in U.S. history. But I'm not so sure that volcanic guts was the only thing that spewed out of the volcano that day. What if it awoke a beast? A creature who was happily hibernating. I mean, I'd be pissed. A volcano nap sounds very relaxing. Well, this day also marks the birth of one of the most bizarre cryptozoologic entities, the Bat Squatch. The Bat Squatch is a chimera-type cryptid. Its name is a postmanteau that derives from the words bat and sasquatch. Now, Reports of the Bat Squatch stay pretty consi- consistent for the most part. Uh, witnesses report it as being a humanoid creature with an ape-like body and a wolf-like muzzle, standing roughly nine feet tall with glowing eyes and sharp teeth. The Bat Squatch also has a pair of massive bat-like wings, which are said to be upwards of 50 feet. Now, I will go over my theory on that a little later. It is also commonly described to have bluish fur. However... Reports of it having black and gray fur are also out there. The Batsquatch has soft pink skin. The Batsquatch is said to emit a sinister vibe to those who catch a glimpse, uh, perhaps truly being an evil cryptid, as much as that hurts my heart to say that. Through the 80s and early 90s, sightings of this thing were scattered throughout the close-knit region around the volcano without anyone really taking them very seriously. Reports of killed pets and livestock popped up here and there, but that's about it. I mean, that's enough. It wasn't until 1994 when a sighting was reported that not only created a massive interest in this cryptid, but also suggested that this beast was now venturing outside of its comfort zone. Maybe. Let's go into some sightings. On April 1994, a man named Brian Canfield was driving on a dark, remote wilderness road on Mount Rainier, when his truck all of a sudden stopped. Brian did not step on the brakes. Just throwing that out there. After several attempts to restart his truck and failing, Brian was stranded on this pitch black road. You know, just hanging out, 
Brian noticed something gliding closer to the glow of his headlights. He initially thought it was a bird, but as it got closer, he realized it clearly wasn't. As the thing came closer into Brian's view, he found himself staring at a massive humanoid ape-like creature he estimated at nine feet. The closer it got, the more detailed its dark body became. Brian noticed bluish-tinted fur, a bat-like muzzled face, sharp teeth, and glowing eyes. Now, I've said before in past episodes, I have a hard time with this glowing eyes thing, okay? So, I'm throwing that up there. Okay, so this creature was in the way of Brian's headlights. I, th I think it just had regular eyes um, that shine like anyone else's would if, when it's exposed to bright light. Uh, Brian described the beast as having taloned feet similar to a large bird of prey. Now, here's Brian's account of what happened next, all right? And he quotes, It was standing there staring at me, like it was resting, like it didn't know what to think. I was scared. It raised the hair on me. I didn't feel threatened. I just felt out of place. It's looking right at me in a deep stare, like right through me. It's standing perfectly still. It stood for, how long, a few minutes, several minutes? Then its fingers twitched and its wings began to unfold. Those wings were as wide as the road. It turned its head and looked back at me and started flapping its wings. A few minutes later, the truck just started. I took off as fast as I could. Alright, so the stalled truck is an interesting detail in this story. Some say that the Bat Squatch has the ability to control vehicles from turning on and off. Um, I say that's absolutely ridiculous. Now, I'm not sure if this is true for Mr. Brian Canfield. I'm not going to put group him into this cluster of human beings, but I think some of the witnesses just, you know, threw some windshield cleaners somewhere, didn't belong, and once the vehicle inevitably stalled, you know, it must have been the Bat Squatch. Also in 1994, as we remain on Mount Rainier, or Rainier? Something. A local liquor store owner... Mountaineer, an amateur pilot named Butch Whitaker, claimed that as he was flying his small plane over the mountain in the middle of the afternoon, a gigantic winged humanoid flew up next to him and actually kept pace with his plane a few minutes before flying out of sight. Hey boys and girls, this is Chris from Alien Zoo. Did you know that if you took out all of your organs and placed them on the floor from smallest to largest, you would die? That's an interesting fact. Another interesting fact is that Portland, Maine is home to the world's only cryptozoology museum. This place of wonder was founded by the world-famous cryptozoologist and author, Lauren Coleman. Now, I've been here a handful of times, and I gotta say, this is an awesome place. It doesn't just have exhibits on your more well-known cryptids, such as Mothman, Bigfoot, and Loch Ness Monster. It also has exhibits on cryptids of Maine, cryptids in the media, and even Bigfoot scatology. That's shit science. I think they even have a jackalope. It's such a unique experience. Plus, it's surrounded by breweries, distilleries, and wineries. So, you know, do what I did, get hammered, and high-five a life-size Bigfoot. <laughs> However, that is frowned upon. Uh, your friend Chris here has one strike on his record. <laughs> Come and get me. The Cryptozoology Museum is a non-profit organization and relies on donations from you, or people you know with money. I've given them money. Not my own, but uh, it doesn't matter. 
Go to CryptoZoologyMuseum.com and check them out. Throw a small donation their way, or purchase a goodie at their online crypto store. You know, for being the only one in the world, it'd be a shame to see this place disappear. Let's keep it around. For cryptids everywhere. Thanks for your support. Now back to Alien Zoo. In 1998, a witness claims to have seen a logging truck actually hit one of these creatures on an isolated mountain road. The truck made sudden impact with a large object and began, and began to veer off the road and was in danger of sliding down the steep mountain slope. A shocked witness, thinking the driver hit a large log, ran over to help him. As they got closer to the truck, they realized it was not a log that was hit, but rather a large humanoid that seemed to be absolutely unaffected by the impact. The witness would describe what they saw as this, and I quote, The creature stood about 15 feet high when it was sitting, hunched over in front of me. I later discovered that this creature would measure an easy 30 feet from head to bottom. Once it was airborne, I say bottom because it didn't really have a tail. The head of the animal was unusually small compared to its massive body. The beady purple eyes would remind anyone who has the misfortune of seeing them, believe that this creature could be of the rat family. While other characteristics of the head also had many features of the rat, being of noteworthy comment is the long pointed ears from which protruded from the top of the creature's head. The nose was rather small, the most pronounced feature of the nose being its unusual color of purple. I believe this is the only creature in the world that has a purple nose. The wingspan of the creature looked very small, as if it couldn't fly with such a small wing surface. However, I later learned, once the creature was airborne, that wings extended out from a wingspan of a good 40 feet. The most disturbing feature of the large beast was its hands. It appeared to have four sets of them. Perhaps I could clarify that means two sets, meaning claws and hands on the wings, and then about midway to the torso, another set, almost as if they were human. The creature was very frightening to look at, and could almost be a cross between a large bat and an excessively large furry human. Like a Sasquatch? I believe the most accurate description would be that given by some of the local townsfolk, which later had the misfortune of encountering the beast and naming it Batsquatch. End of quote. A possible second sighting was reported in 2009 near Mount Shasta in California. Several hikers witnessed a huge creature with leathery wings, which they mostly agreed was spanning 50 feet. They saw it fly out of a crevice in the mountain. At first, one of the eyewitnesses described the creature as having a head similar to a pterodactyl, However, upon reconsideration, the witness claimed it was more akin to a bat or a fox. Alright, I want to break this one down a little bit. I did a little research on Mount Shasta, and uh, you know what a popular activity there is? Hang gliding. Some hang gliders on the low scale can be 50 feet long. Hmm, interesting. I think these hippies saw a hang glider shoot out from the mountain. Perhaps the hang glider was wearing a solid color bodysuit? Helmet akin to an animalistic muzzle, maybe? I mean, it's possible. Or it's a flying monster. I don't know. On June 2011, Phoenix Terez, which he used a pseudonym 
which I think is hilarious because I'm pretty sure his real name is Phoenix as well, because his pseudonym is still Phoenix, but it's spelled with the E before the O. Strange. Anyways, Phoenix was in his yard walking his dog when he bent over to pick up his little pooch. Just as he got closer to his dog, he noticed something in the sky. He, s he said the following, okay, and I quote, I saw something flying in the sky. Ah, excellent. Good info. Fortunately for us, he continues. It had bat wings, blue fur, and had a face similar to eyes, glowing red. What? Okay, that must be a misquote. But anyways, continuing. It was about nine feet tall, at the least, after I watched it just fly away. End quote. On April 14th, 2014, at Archbishop Hoban High School in Akron, Ohio. Whoa, all the way in Ohio. This thing is traveling. A second period Spanish class spotted a giant black mass shoot by the window of the classroom at incredible speed. The class claims it was about 9 feet tall with a 20 to 30 foot wingspan. So strange. Now, I did a little research on this. I wanted to know what this high school's mascot is, okay? If it's a large ape or bear or wolf or something, I don't know. I think that could possibly make sense of the strange creature sighting by the students. However, the mascot is a knight, which makes this account one of the most intriguing as far as the bat squatch goes, in, uh, in my opinion. Now, I said most of the bat squatch sightings happened... Um, after 1980, but upon further investigation, I found that there are a couple sightings from the 70s. All right, so I just wanted to throw those in, um, and here they are. In January of 1976, there was a slew of sightings over a span of two weeks. One such sighting was the case of brothers David and John Datt who were driving along a rural road in the Rio Grande Valley when a bat-winged humanoid with a head reminiscent of a wolf and estimated at being 8 to 10 feet tall landed in, front of, landed in front of them, forcing them to screech to a halt. As they tried to back up away from the monstrous nightmare demon, it jerked forward as if about to attack, only to shoot into the air and fly over them with an audible whooshing of its wings. Whoosh! <coughs> in another case, a father and son claimed to have been out deer hunting in Hidalgo County near Houston when a mystery creature had swooped down and grabbed the father and tried to carry him off, with the man only barely managing to escape when the son shot at it with his rifle. The man was apparently left shaken and with broken ribs and deep talon marks on his body. All things told, a total of 10 people would claim to see the creature, including two police officers, all right? But it's still unclear if these encounters have anything to do with the Bat Squatch or if there's other, some other sort of cryptid, um, but they are intriguing enough uh, for me to mention. Now, it seems very easy to just chalk this cryptid up to being a mere hoax, right? Based purely on how insane its appearance is. But people are seeing something they can't explain. Something that seems to extend throughout multiple states. Is it an undiscovered flying primate? Or is it a group of hairy Greek men hang gliding? Reports may have stopped, but the legend will always live on. I believe there is a creature that has the name Batsquatch out there right now. Is it necessarily a Batsquatch? 
I'm not I'm not sure. Um, it could easily be a giant bird of prey or possibly a misplaced giant bat. But whatever it is, it will forever remain one of the most brutal and fascinating cryptids in cryptozoology, forever igniting fear and curiosity in even doses. And to that, I say, thank you, Bat Squatch. So be sure to look up into the sky from time to time. You never know what you might see. My name is Chris, and this has been Alien Zoo. Until ne next cryptid, bye!